The Daily Weasel is proud to present this special interview with Peter Katzbridge. He is a Canadian journalist, an institution really in Canada, the Gandalf of Canadian journalism. He's like, oh my God, I'm just so excited to be able to talk to Peter. Uh, you have no idea. This this is just even to do this is amazing. We're going to talk about the state of Canadian journalism, um, speech control laws, and uh, how journalists react to them, and um, other topics. So stay tuned. This interview is just amazing. Peter, welcome to the Daily Weasel Podcast. But before I ask you anything, I just got to say I can I can feel the gravitas coming off you like 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 rays from the sun it's it's amazing okay anyway um peter start off with an easy question peter how are the book sales going I, I know you recently published your memoirs uh called the fridge um i haven't read it yet sorry but um, i just actually w read the web page about it now but i'm wondering did you ever find out whether it was chicken or fish uh, in there or or not ah. and next question we're in this election now ah. and um, ah. it, it's pretty crazy the prime minister is being followed around by a nod of protesters either sent by other parties or his own party or or just weird crazy people with signs like have you seen anything like this in your hundred year history as a Canadian journalist um, before like this is weird right and have you lost faith in our politicians I mean as human beings I mean it's hard to lose faith in a politician because everyone nobody trusts politicians anyway so how can you lose faith in them but as they, they're also human beings so you have to ask the question do you trust them as human beings so let me relate relate this little snip of a story to you. I I um, contacted Evan Solomon on Twitter and asked him to make a projection uh, prediction. Sorry on the um, on the outcome of the election. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. He claimed to be Yogi Berra. Now I vaguely know who that is. I'm not a sports fan, so I don't really know who that is. But what what I think he means is that he's a journalist and he mustn't be uh, saddled with that ah. responsibility. So my question to you is why don't you guys make predictions um, uh, of who will win? You can always change them. Like, okay, today I think Aaron O'Toole is going to win. I'm making, I'm, I'm making that prediction. I'm a photojournalist, so uh, maybe I can make that prediction. But anyway, I'm going to say as of today, Aaron O'Toole is going to win. Jagmeet is going to come in second, and Trudeau is going to come in a distant ah! third. Now, that's my prediction. Okay, ask me again next week, and I might have a different prediction. Like, why can't journalists ah! be real? Ah! Why do they have to say, okay, um, we're going to give 50% of the time to talking points from this party and the other 50% of time to the talking points from the other party. And we can't... We can't tell you anything about them, really, except that because we would bias the coverage. Now, really, like, what the fuck, Peter? How do you what do you think about this? Like, I'm sure Evan Solomon can can uh, make a prediction about whether it's going to rain tomorrow 
um, or whether the Leafs will win the Stanley Cup this year. And he could probably do that on the air, and and uh, and then he could change it next week. He might piss off a few non-Leafs fans. Okay, why am I even talking about sports? I don't know anything about sports. Peter, should journalists have a fucking opinion about anything? Why are they there? Like, like we don't even need them anymore, technically. If they're just filtering shit, filtering news that's coming in through our screens, why do we even need them? Unless they add some value to the news. Okay, and by added value, I mean an opinion. So we know where they stand. So if they're... So we can evaluate whether they're biased or not. We don't know whether they received uh, money, the Trudeau journalist money that was handed out before the election. We don't know. They're not telling us that. But anyway, um, Peter, did you get any of this journalist money that Trudeau was handing out before the election? <coughs> to be honest, Peter, I wouldn't want to be a journalist in Canada on, say, one of those big networks that we have. It, you know, you're, you're there at the whim of the corporation that owns you and uh, and then you uh, you're constrained by your own beliefs the corporate beliefs or some weird idea about journalism like it's just so weird I, I i don't know if i could do it i mean frankly i'll i'll never be that popular in my whole life anyway and I, I, it's not something i i want or worry about um but how, how about you? What do you what do you think? Are you really retired? Peter, come back. Peter, Jesus, aren't your tongues like sandpaper? I mean, aren't you sanding that down? Ew. Stop. Ew. Okay. Turn around then. So Peter, like I've already decided. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lay project all this uh all this uh fatherly image on you because i hate it when people project it on me so listen dude i apologize and you know you can lick yourself all you want and 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 sit in the sun over there too and that doesn't bother me at all but for the journalists who are out there now who call themselves journalists and who are on tv Perhaps they should start asking penetrating questions like, why did you call this election in a public health emergency? Why are you putting Canadians' lives at risk? Our families' lives at risk for an optional election in a public health emergency. Now, this is a question that has to be repeatedly asked to Trudeau by every journalist. And to Jagmeet, the question is really, um, why did you vote with the government, the liberal government, to enact speech control legislation in the dead of night, like at 1.30 in the morning? Uh, why did you side with the liberal government to enact speech control legislation on Canadians? This is like the worst possible thing that can happen in a democracy. Okay, and for the Aaron O'Toole guy, I would ask, until he answers to my satisfaction, why don't you believe in climate change? 
personally, why doesn't your party believe in climate change? I mean, this is one of the most important issues, probably the most important issue in the world after the pandemic. So this has to be addressed. And journalists must hold these leaders to account, put their, put their grill them on the coals uh, if they have them in the TV spotlight, and ask real questions, not just spew their stupid talking points. Anyway, Peter, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm I'm a big fan. I'm you know when you publish Fridge Two, um, I'll be the first guy at Amazon to see if I can get it um, for free for signing up for Audible. Anyway, that's it for the Daily Weasel. We're going to do more of these amazing interviews as time goes on. Um, Rosie Catbart is another cat we're looking to talk to. But anyway, thanks, Peter. You're a cool cat. We love you here at the Weasel. Ah! And remember, watch out for smarmy politicians and have an awesome Canadian day.